Welcome back to another episode of Jake's Takes. My name is Jake, and thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the podcast. And on this week's episode, we are going to be looking at the uh, NBA free agency trades, just the offseason, and giving a grade to all of the teams involved. And yeah, we're going to look at everything going on, and this is kind of how I grade every team uh, out there. So let's Let's get started with that one. Let's get moving, and I guess we can go um, go from from there. So um, yeah, let's uh, let's let's get started with um, with that. So we're gonna get started with the worst team, and we're gonna go all the way from the worst to the best. And when we want to look at sort of um, who did good and who didn't, we're doing it based off of what I believe to be uh, the worst moves and the worst uh team offseason etc and then what is considered the best um best moves best uh situation so that's where we go from here so we're going to start with our worst which is all the way down at the bottom orlando magic so orlando had what was a interesting situation and they basically only added in robin lopez via free agency and a bunch of their other free agents went to other places, and they basically didn't do anything special. They uh, had two guys uh, in the draft, which we're not looking at the draft, but they had two draft picks. But Robin Lopez was their only free agency signing. They already have two centers in Wendell Carter and Mo Bamba. They get an F. They didn't do anything. They didn't have much to do because they're not a team competing for a championship. But maybe they could have traded Terrence Ross for some draft picks. Maybe they could have, you know, tried to get a better young, you know, shooting guard into the mix and someone that can kind of work with this team, but didn't really do too much. Nothing really happened for them, and it was kind of just not good at all. So they were pretty bad. Then we have uh, Oklahoma City Thunder, whose moves came with Derek Favors from the Utah Jazz getting a draft pick there. They traded traded for Kemba and got a uh, draft pick out of that, which was then moved around for more draft picks, and they get a D. Uh, Derek Favors was a salary dump, so they could add in a draft pick. They really didn't do too much. They did get rid of Al Horford, which was fine, but they basically, you know, swapped him out for Kemba, and then Kemba's gone. So, at the end of the day, it wasn't their best performance in free agency, and it just didn't go their way. And I'd like to point out that there are going to be several teams who have the same grade, and so there's no order to um, the the teams with the same grade. So, for example, there are three teams that we will be looking at that have a rating of D, which is Oklahoma City, Houston, and the Boston Celtics. This is in no order whatsoever. Um, it's all just kind of just random. But they're all the same grade, so, you know, that's that. So now Houston Rockets... Um, were on uh, Houston. They basically lost Kelly Olenek to the Pistons. They really didn't do anything except add in a bunch of draft picks. A bunch of their free agents kind of are gone, and maybe uh, some of them resigned, uh, such as David Nwaba. Uh, but they really didn't do anything of note. Their team overall wasn't super great. A lot of their moves kind of just weren't the greatest um their team just was um less than stellar 
and it just it just didn't didn't work and so unfortunately you know their situation um, led to basically um, you know nothing good came out of it and so they get a D then we have the Boston Celtics who have been very uh, active despite making a lot of uh, mistakes so let's see they added in Chris Dunn from the Hawks Bruno Fernando from the Hawks Josh Richardson from the Hawks they traded away Kemba they traded away Tristan Thompson Semi Ojale signed with the Bucks and then Moses Brown was traded to the Celtics and then traded in the Josh Richardson deal and so the Celtics get a D I know the Celtics are looking for a uh, you know quote-unquote big name free agent next year Bradley Beal etc and if that's their plan great but this offseason they didn't do anything and I think part of that was they just you know failed to get it right and failed to do what they needed to and they did add in Ennis Cantor as another center into the group which they basically got rid of Ennis Cantor, brought in Thompson, and got rid of Thompson, brought back Cantor. So there's that cycle of whatever. And I think adding in, you know, Al Horford was a good move, and I think he can be a good veteran piece. Uh, but they get a D. They didn't do too much. It wasn't wasn't the best uh, efforts uh, from them, and it just uh, it just didn't go their way. Um, and you know it. It wasn't good, so they get a straight-up D. Pistons are up next, and they get a D+. I believe they added in Kelly Olenek, which was their move. They actually got rid of Plumlee. Uh, he is in Charlotte. I think they went from um, you know being a pretty uh, below-average team to about the same pretty below-average team, and things just went from, you know, kind of bad to to worse last year and you know I think um, overall things worked out well for the most part um, but I guess you can say um, you know they're a D plus because they didn't make a lot of great moves they just added in some smaller stuff and they didn't have many uh, many moves to make and so unfortunately um, unfortunately for them uh, that's where they sit Pistons D plus. Then we have the Toronto Raptors. Toronto Raptors uh, had a, a bunch of different um, situations taking place, free agency stuff um, that they had to deal with. Um, and the biggest was Kyle Lowry. So Kyle Lowry is in Miami. They re-signed uh, Gary Trent Jr. They added in Rodney Hood. Um, well, actually, Rodney Hood went to Milwaukee from uh, Toronto. And then we saw um, DeAndre Bembry go to the Brooklyn Nets. So uh, they did, uh, all that stuff took place. They did bring in Gordon Drogic and Precious Achua. Both of those guys uh, really um, could be impact players, but just in the end of end of the day, you know, things uh, didn't go their way. Um, they could have probably got more for Lowry, and it just didn't work as well. And so... Yeah, they are sitting with um, a grade of D+. Then we move into the C-minus range, which we have first Minnesota. And uh, for the Minnesota Timberwolves, they did not add anyone in free agency. They did trade for Torian Prince and traded away Ricky Rubio and I think a draft pick or something. Uh, so in regards, they get a C-minus because... 
They didn't have too much to do, and they lost their draft pick to Golden State, which was tough. Torian Prince, I think, is a better fit than Rubio. They do have a ton of wings, and he is a good, you know, 3-4 wing. Um, they get a C-minus because they didn't really mess up their offseason. Uh, they added in a decent piece, and that's pretty much all they did. Can't really complain um, right there. Then we have the Memphis Grizzlies, who also, like the Minnesota Timberwolves, did not add anyone in free agency. They did trade for Stephen Adams, Eric Bledsoe, and a draft pick. They get a C-minus because they made a move to basically add in a better player in the draft, which um, was a pretty good move. Um, they did have to take on some contracts, but, you know, if Jaron Jackson Jr. is your future, Stephen Adams is your backup. If John Morant's your starter, Eric Bledsoe can be your backup. These are, you know, things that make a ton of sense. You also have players like um, Kyle Anderson and Brandon Clark, who are both going to be big pieces. So getting rid of Valanchunas and having Jaron Jackson as your starting center is a pretty good situation. So C-. Pacers are on the board next up. So for, um, for our Pacers... And just the moves uh, that they ended up uh, making. Uh, we are going to be looking at that. So they re-signed TJ McConnell. They added in Torrey Craig and Kiefer Sykes. So um, I gave them a C- minus because they basically got um, you know a bunch of players in there who weren't bad. They got rid of Aaron Holiday uh, in the Isaiah Jackson deal. But they basically downgraded from Doug McDermott to Torrey Craig, which gets them a C- rather than a C. Um, yeah, it wasn't the worst offseason. I mean, they do have some good pieces, and they got two pretty solid draft choices, which isn't bad. So, um, yeah, they get a uh, C-. Moving on to our C range. Portland is up first. Portland Trailblazers. Their moves included... The uh, free agency signings of Cody Zeller, Tony Schnell, and re-signing Norman Powell lost out on Ennis Cantor and Zach Collins. Um, so for the Portland Trailblazers, they are sitting at the C range because I think, A, they brought in, or I guess you'd say re-signed Norman Powell, which was a good move. Then they basically swapped out Ennis Cantor for Cody Zeller, which is a not a bad move. And then they ended up adding in Tony Schnell, which is probably a better fit than Zach Collins. And Carmelo's gone, which um, that's not a bad loss. They get a C. It was just average, a little bit of movement, nothing too crazy. And that's where they're at. We have next on our board is the Los Angeles Clippers, who really didn't have any money to work with. Um, they brought in Nicholas Batum and re-signed him, re-signed Kawhi Leonard, um, they added in some draft choices with Keon Johnson, Jason Preston, and Brandon Boston Jr. Uh, they didn't make any trades. And so looking at their free agency uh, signings, um, they re-signed their guys. Um, they didn't really lose anyone, uh, and nothing really uh, major took place. They could have gotten a better grade if they had maybe gone out and gotten someone like a Kemba or John Wall. But what they did wasn't awful. They get a C. That's kind of where I see them. Dallas Mavericks, C grade. So for the Dallas Mavericks, who are here, they re-signed Tim Hardaway Jr., Boban Mardonovich, and signed Sterling Brown, 
Reggie Bullock and added in Moses Brown. Yes, they lost Josh Richardson, but Reggie Bullock can replace him. I think Moses Brown will be a good center for them, potentially a starting center at some point, depending on where Porzingis plays. They get a C grade. It wasn't the worst offseason. It wasn't the best offseason. Kind of a lot of the same moves, and um, you can't complain. Next up is our C grade for the Cavaliers, who basically added in Jared Allen to an extension and traded for Ricky Rubio and traded away Torian Prince. Now, they get a C because I think Ricky Rubio can be a good guy off the bench. They had a bunch of you know power forwards and centers, uh, so they did not need Torian Prince. Jared Allen is a good player, and they kept him around. The only way I could have seen this going any lower than a C is if Jared Allen went somewhere else, and then they would have had like a fat F. So Jared Allen sticks around, didn't make any big moves, didn't get rid of any big free agents. They get a C. Moving on to the C-plus range, which is starting in the top Atlanta. So Atlanta uh, re-signed Solomon Hill. They added in Gorgie Dang, Trey Young with an extension, re-signed John Collins, and re-signed Lou Williams. Traded for DeLon Wright. So they get a C-plus because DeLon Wright's better than Chris Dunn. They got rid of Bruno Fernando and brought in Gorgie Dang, which is kind of a neutral-for-neutral neutral swap. I mean, they re-signed John Collins, and Lou Williams doesn't matter as much, but at the end of the day, John Collins' signing uh, brings them up a little bit, and they're C-plus because it wasn't a bad offseason at all, and DeLon Wright, I think, will be a much better backup than Chris Dunn for them, and you can't really complain about that one, so um, that's where they sit. C-plus. Next, we have our number one seed in the Eastern Conference, Philadelphia 76ers, who at the moment are a C-plus team because they basically just re-signed a bunch of players and added in Andre Drummond, and Andre Drummond to me is an upgrade over Dwight Howard. Um, yeah, I can't really complain with what they did. You could argue that their grade should be a little bit lower, but um, they didn't get rid of Ben Simmons, which uh, a lot of people thought they should have, but whatever their at least uh, whatever Philly is looking for, it's way out of the range of most teams asking price for uh, Ben Simmons. So unfortunately, that didn't. no trade got done. But they still get a C+. You could argue maybe it needs to be a little bit lower, but they didn't have a bad offseason. And I think the Andre Drummond signing as a backup is pretty solid. Then we have the Sacramento Kings. Sacramento Kings are on our list next because of, um, you know, the moves that they uh, have made. So looking at their situation, they brought in Mo Harkless, Alan Len re-signed Rashawn Holmes, Terrence Davis comes in and traded for Tristan Thompson. Now, they didn't have the best draft choice with Davion Mitchell because they have a bunch of guards and they don't need him. But I do like some of the moves with Mo Harkless coming in and Terrence Davis uh, Tristan Thompson's a good veteran, and he can mentor Rashawn Holmes a little bit. They do have a lot of centers with um, Alex Len, Rashawn Holmes, and Tristan Thompson, but you can't really complain. They didn't have the worst offseason, and honestly, I'm surprised uh, with what they did. And um, it wasn't that bad, so they're uh, looking pretty solid. Then we move on to the Charlotte Hornets. Now, Charlotte gets a C-plus for a few reasons. Um, so they basically made a bunch of different moves and uh, ended up going uh, in a totally different direction. 
They added in Schmidt, Kelly Oubre, and Mason Plumley, which are all great moves. They basically swapped Plumley for Zeller. They lost out on Malik Monk and Devontae Graham. So that's why they get a C plus and their grade is not higher because they lost out on two key pieces with Devontae Graham and Malik Monk. And in Malik Monk's case, he did take less money to go to the Lakers. Now James Buchnight could be, you know, a Malik Monk replacement, but we're not looking at draft picks. C plus. Um, I do like the Ubre signing, but losing Devontae Graham, um, it's a tough one. They did get a first round pick out of that, which is not, not the worst uh, move, but I think it's like a lottery protected first. So. Who knows? Um, we'll see. Next up is B-minus grades, Milwaukee Bucks. So, Milwaukee Bucks had a bunch of uh, different moves that took place. Uh, we have, um, with the free agency stuff, Bobby Portis re-signed. They had Semi Ojale and George Hill, and they lost out on P.J. Tucker and Byron Forbes. So, they get a B minus because I like re-signing Bobby Portis. I think Semi Ojale is a cheap option who could replace PJ Tucker. I think George Hill's a great backup, and they shouldn't have got rid of him in the first place. Overall, this is not a bad move. I think everything they did worked, and I think uh, it is what it needs to be. They did lose it. They did lose PJ Tucker, which brings them down a little bit. And maybe if they had gone after another big name, you know, that's. Uh, something but they didn't really have any big names out there to lose and unfortunately um, they didn't have a lot of cap space to work with because they do have three superstars on their roster already so they uh, unfortunately didn't have room to work with but you can't complain with what they did I like uh, their offseason B minus Suns Phoenix Suns get a B minus re-signing Cameron Payne Chris Paul signed JaVale McGee Landry Shamit was here via a trade and they basically re-signed Abdel Nader. So, Phoenix Suns, they had a good offseason, re-signing the guys they needed to. I think Landry Shamit's going to be a great player as a sh backup shooting guard with a lot of, you know, three-point shooting potential. JaVale McGee can basically take over at this backup center position. I know Sarge is hurt a little bit. Who knows what his situation is. JaVale McGee's a veteran. They're a veteran group. Um now because they made it to the uh, NBA Finals. But he can mentor a lot of the younger guys, specifically, you know, guys like Jalen Smith and Cam Johnson and Mikhail Bridges and whatnot. So, you know, they had a B-minus worthy free agency, um, resigning the guys that they did. There were a lot of rumors about Chris Paul not coming back, but honestly, they paid him a lot of money, and I don't see why you'd leave. You made it to the Finals. I mean, is that really that hard to... Um, to look at then we have the next team on our list which is in the b range denver nuggets so denver nuggets uh right now are a b with re-signing will barton re-signing michael green adding in jeff green and austin rivers they did not lose any big name free agents besides javel mcgee and they brought in some veterans in jeff green and austin rivers who will help and re-sign the guys that they did they added in Aaron Gordon last year. You know, they have still a good team. Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray, Jokic. They get a B. They had a pretty solid offseason, and they didn't make a ton of big moves to do so. I am a big fan of what they did, and I like what's going on. Then we have our uh, Brooklyn Nets, who, um, yeah, they're uh, looking pretty good as well with a B grade. Had a lot of draft picks. Uh, 
two in the first round, three in the second round, and they signed Petty Mills, James Johnson, and traded Landry Shamit for a draft pick and Javon Carter. So, they lost Jeff Green, they lost Spencer Dinwell, they lost Landry Shamit. They got some draft picks, which could replace some of those guys. They also added in some great role players in Patty Mills, James Johnson, and Javon Carter. They didn't have a lot of money to work with. Maybe they could have got a better grade if Spencer Dinwiddle sticked around, but they did pretty good. Replaced Jeff Green with James Johnson, replaced Dinwiddle with Patty Mills, and um, you can't complain. They get a B. They were pretty good. Moving on to our next team on the list, which is the Golden State Warriors. Golden State added in Otto Porter Jr., Nimjala Beljinka, and lost out on Kent Bazemore and Kelly Oubre Jr. Now, I think they made a great, uh, you know, for agency signings with Otto Porter Jr. to replace Kelly Oubre and Beljinka to be potentially a backup power forward, starting power forward. Um, they did lose Eric Pascal. They traded him away for a second-round pick, which is not the end of the world. Golden State had a pretty solid B-worthy offseason. Then we have the San Antonio Spurs, who are sitting at the B range uh, as well. So for San Antonio, they made some moves. Weren't the biggest moves, but hey, they worked. They added in uh, Doug McDermott, Zach Collins, Byron Forbes, and Jock Landale, plus Chandler Hutchinson. Yes, they lost out on Patty Mills, and they lost out on Rudy Gay. Um, they also lost out on Gorgie Dang, but... They replaced Rudy Gay with Doug McDermott, who might be, at this point, a little bit of a better player. They did not need Patty Mills, and bringing in um, Zach Collins is a good choice because they lost Lamarck Zaldridge to the Brooklyn Nets, and then he re retired anyways. So Zach Collins comes in, Byron Forbes is a solid shooter. He resigns after being in Milwaukee for a year. Pretty solid. Uh, they get a B. Can't complain. Then we have the Washington Wizards, who get a B, and you might be thinking, okay, Washington, why would they get a B? They lost their second-best player. Well, here's the deal. They lost Russell Westbrook, which is, um, I guess in this case, a tough pill to swallow, but they replaced him with Spencer Dinwiddle and Aaron Holiday, who may be a better combination than Russell Westbrook. And they also had in Kuzma, who could be a good power forward, Montrezl Harrell, KCP, these are veterans. I think they did pretty good. They lost out on someone who makes $40 million, but they brought in guys who you can get rid of Montrezl Harrell in a year. KCP could get traded. You have a lot more flexibility now than you did before, and if any of these guys don't seem to work out, it's easy to move a smaller contract that makes $12 million than it is to move someone who makes $40 million. So the Lakers got what they wanted, but the Washington Wizards actually did pretty good here, and I like what is uh, Washington's offseason. Moving to our next uh, team on the docket. We have, uh, after Washington, our B-plus range, Utah Jazz, B-plus. Um, so the Utah Jazz made some great moves, I will say. Um, they had as good of an offseason as you can get with bringing in Hassan Whiteside, Rudy Gay, Eric Pascal, and re-signing Michael Conley Jr. So, these are all great moves, and the only guy they lost out on was Derek Favors, which they replaced Son Whiteside and Eric Pascal with uh, him. So Favors is gone, Pascal and Whiteside are in, and Eric Pascal, for those who don't know, was friends with, in high school, and before that, Donovan Mitchell. So small world, New York City. Um, so for 
the Utah Jazz, they made some great moves. Their team got significantly better, and they were a team who was at the top of the West. And I don't know if they'll be there, but they're going to be close enough, so pretty solid. Then we have the Pelicans. Now, you might be thinking, okay, the Pelicans lost out on Lonzo, and uh, maybe that's not a good situation. But to me, it's actually not that bad because the Pelicans added in Valanchunas, which was great. They added in Sadoransky and Garrett Temple, which were great. Devontae Graham, sign-and-trade, which is pretty good. And they got rid of Steven Adams and Eric Bledsoe, who were big contracts. And I like what they did a lot. I like the moves. I like the additions. You have Devontae Graham. You have Nikhil Alexander-Walker. You have Brandon Ingram, Zion Williamson, and Jonas Valanciunas. is a much better starting lineup than Steven Adams in the fold and, you know, having Eric Bledsoe and whatnot. They do have Kiara Lewis Jr. still. If they re-sign Josh Hart, then, um, you know, that'll be a great uh, as well. But, yeah, they look pretty good, pretty solid. That's where they're at, B+. Plus. B+, plus New York Knicks. So, New York Knicks had a great offseason. Re-signed Alec Burks. Netherlands Noel. They re-signed Derek Rose. They brought in Kemba on a very good contract and Evan Fournier. And the only guy they lost was Reggie Bullock, which they replaced with Evan Fournier. They got significantly better. And they were a team who was a borderline playoff team last year. They looked like a legitimate playoff team this year with a solid, solid core. And they looked like they're staunchly set at, you know, four or five seed. Easy. They are a good team. They got better. B plus. Great. Then we get down to the top three offseason teams. Looking at the uh, three of these all in the A range. So good for them. Number one, this is our A team, which is the Miami Heat. Miami, they did some very, very good things and brought in some very, very good players. So looking at what they accomplished. Re-signing Duncan Robinson brought Jimmy Butler a new extension to his contract. Brought in P.J. Tucker, Markeith Morris, Victor Oladipo, Gabe Vincent, Dwayne Dedman, Max Struess, and sign-and-trade Kyle Lowry. So, according to what took place, they got rid of Gordon Drogic, Precious Achua in the Kyle Lowry trade. Trevor Reza and Nemjala Belajinka both left, but they basically replaced... Trevor Ariza with P.J. Tucker and Nemjala Belginka with Markeith Morris. Their team got better. They made a lot of great moves. They put themselves into first place in um, their uh, division. And in the Eastern Conference made themselves, in my opinion, a top four team. And with a good head coach, um, yeah, they did everything they should have, everything they would need to do to be successful. And, um, yeah, that's where we're at. Then there were two teams who had A-pluses in free agency. And you could flip-flop how I, you know, put these, but we're going to start with the Lakers, who had an A-plus. And they basically added in so many pieces. So Trevor Reza, Dwight Howard, Wayne Ellington, Ken Bazemore, Kendrick Nunn, Carmelo Anthony, Malik Monk, re-signed Town Horton Tucker, and brought in Russell Westbrook. They lost Kuzma, Montrezl Harrell, KCP, a draft pick, Alex Caruso, Markeith Morris. So they basically upgraded everywhere. So they lost out on Alex Crusoe. They brought in Kendrick Nunn. Upgrade. They lost out on Markeith Morris. They brought in Trevor Ariza and Carmelo Anthony. In general, that's pretty good. 
Then you have re-signing Talon Horton Tucker. You lost out on Schroeder, who's going somewhere else, most likely. Westbrook comes in, he's better. Yes, you lost out on Kuzma, but your team got better, right? Russell Westbrook's not the greatest shooter, and that's probably one of the issues that people have with this situation. But at the same time, I feel like you brought in Wayne Ellington, Trevor Ariza, Kendrick Nunn, Kent Bazemore, Malik Monk, Talon Horton Tucker. These are all shooters. These are all guys who can come, whether that's off the bench, as a starter. And this is upgrading in all departments. And a lot of teams need to take note of what's going on because the Lakers added in a bunch of free agents that want to come here despite not having all the money to get big names. And it worked out. And so they were the best team in the Western Conference this offseason with the moves they made. And they're just one of the best teams going into next season, if not the best in the West. That's just how it looks, um, and that's where we're at. We have number, uh, I guess you could say this is number one, but it doesn't really uh, matter on both sides. Lakers and the Bulls both had very good off-seasons. Chicago Bulls had as good of an off-season as you can get from a team in the Eastern Conference. So, they added in Lonzo Ball, DeMar DeRozan, Alex Caruso, and they really only lost Thomas Sadoransky, Garrett Temple, and uh, Daniel Tice in a sign-and-trade to the Houston uh, Rockets. Um, so that happened. Um, so in the end of the day, you know, their team just got better. And they went from a team that was kind of like, maybe they'll make the playoffs, maybe not. But they ended up actually having a pretty, um, you know, solid uh, offseason and probably are a top five team in the Eastern Conference. I mean, they did as good as they could have. And, um, yeah, things seemed to to work out in their favor. They got a bunch of uh, great players. Um, and you just can't complain. I mean, it worked out in the end. And, you know, Alex Cruz was a good point guard off the bench. You have... A great, you know, core, which now includes Lonzo, Zach Levine, DeMar DeRozan, you have Patrick Williams, you have Kobe White off the bench, you have Thaddeus Young off the bench, you have Vucevic as your starting center. It's as good of a team as you can get, and it is probably one of those teams that's going to be in the conversation for Eastern Conference Finals when it's all said and done. So, I think it was pretty good what they did. I think it was... Um, a good offseason and just the way that they uh, went about it. So, yeah, that is my offseason outlook, how things did. And most of the offseason's over pretty much. So I figured, you know, we can uh, put this up.